One of the questions that I received the most in my career, either professional or academically, is what to measure in cybersecurity. What are the measurements, metrics, and KRIs I supposed to have in my cybersecurity program to be effective? Well, as with anything, it depends. It depends on what the objective of those measured metrics are. For example, if you want to know how secure your system are and the adherence to your internal policy standards and procedures, that's one type of metric. If those metrics and measures are for the senior leadership or the board, that is another set of metrics and you're going to take and we're going to have a different take on that. Perhaps in that case will be more financial impact to the organization, not how many patches you you have um, that it has not been applied. Now that that probably won't mean much to them. But what is the financial impact to the organization? You'll be speaking the business language and what they, they understand and they want to understand at that point. So once you know what that is, uh, you, you can start collecting the information and measuring. So I'll give you an example in both scenarios. From an operational perspective, there are a few things that are core that you need to measure. Uh, once again, every organization will be in different place in the maturity curve. Some are going to be very early stage. Some are going to be a par. Some are going to be more advanced. And they have different data points and different data measures that you do right now in the metrics. However, these are the four things that I want to provide you as a core data elements that you need to measure or, or provide metrics around. One is vulnerability. That is a, a, the first and most obvious one. But not just scanning a subnet and providing all the vulnerabilities to your IT team. Hey, go ahead and patch it. Well, that, that would be unreasonable. Uh, you need to provide some criteria, and that your organization will set them. Is either these are production systems, these are our development system, test systems, or these are high, medium, or low, or these are the crown jewels versus everything else. Right? I suggest is starting from the crown jewels of the critical system in the organization that support the mission, vision, and services that your organization provides to your customers, shareholders, and community in general, because those uh, will serve you as you move towards the metrics to senior leadership and the board, because you will be able to translate those into a financial number, a dollar amount uh, later on to provide those metrics. So you can basically have, uh, have one set of data that you can use for both. The other one is minimal security baseline. You need to scan for that to understand how your systems are adhering to your internal policies and procedures in hardening those systems. If there's any deviation, do you allow any? Uh, it is up to your organization to establish that and that will be sort of a risk appetite, if you will, of how much, but it is a very key to understand how how you are following those standards, how much you are adhering to those standards. That is another scan that and data set that you need to collect. Third is access management. And that is for every user from an operating perspective, operating system perspective, from an application perspective, and not only privileged users, but all users. But privileged users will have a separate attention to it. And you perhaps have a, a separate number or metric or measure for those users. Once you collect that data, you also want to make sure that you compare to the authorized list that is supposed to be there or not. That is what will provide you the deviation of that metric. The last, uh, no, no, actually the fourth 
Well, it will be the security controls that have a, an exception, a standard exception against the systems that you're scanning. In this case, uh, for our example, the critical systems to your organization. Uh, how many exceptions? Those exceptions means they had to bypass or they ask permission and accept the risk of bypassing the security controls that you have established for that particular system. So meaning is not secure as you think it is because they have an authorized deviation which they accept the risk. You need to understand those as well. Last but not least, the threats and threat actors. Uh, you need to understand that now that you have a view of your entire environment, what are the threats and threat actors, actors that could compromise these systems? And do I have vulnerabilities that match the threat that I need to start to pay attention? Because not every threat out there you need to be covering for them. But those that affect your systems and that you already have vulnerability on, those you need to pay, pay special attention and to address. The other thing and last thing I want to touch is on a vulnerability. So, um, a second most request question that I have is that I receive is how often should I patch? Well, once again, it depends. However, if you need some guidance, the NISTER 8286B provides sort of a, a use case scenario, some timetables for you to um, get familiar with. And also the NIST 800-40 also provides how to establish that cybersecurity patching lifecycle for your program. Those are two good guidelines for you to use and leverage. But once again, it will depend on each organization. This is not one shoe fits all. It depends on your risk appetite, depends on your, uh, your cybersecurity culture in your organization. And once again, what is the objective of having those measures?